All right, welcome to this podcast episode. I'm here with Ariba. Ariba, go ahead and introduce Hello. yourself. Hi, my name is Ariba. Um, I go to UGA. I just transferred here, and I know Ayan, you just transferred here too, right? I to transferred to Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. The I went to the better school. We'll see. Anyways, how has that been for you transferring to Georgia Tech? been interesting i mean i'm not even on campus just taking classes virtually right so right you're not even in georgia right now right no it's a completely different experience from last fall and i agree i totally agree it's my first semester here as well and i can say like i'm definitely missing the social factor of in-person classes and actually having a lively environment around me i think that's a big part of like the college experience right like you're on campus you're on campus meeting people taking classes doing extracurricular activities you're taking like a next step in your life and like you're not getting the full college experience and honestly as somebody who's gone through two years of like regular school i can just say like i already miss college i feel like i'm missing a lot of my college time because i'm doing classes virtually i'm not actually engaging like i said on UGA campus and like really getting involved so I can just say I'm missing it and I feel like a lot of it is just going by really fast yeah Um, we're almost done with this fall semester which is crazy exactly like I can't believe that I'm just so close to being done I just feel like I started however I went through my first semester of junior year literally online from your bedroom what did you think of online classes how are they for you I think it's definitely a lot more work um, than in-person classes. Not as fun, obviously. And a lot of totally a lot of my curriculum is hands-on as a mechanical engineer. A lot of it is hands-on. And I'm looking forward to taking those classes next semester. And we'll see, like, what the experience would yeah, be like for those classes. Trying to be, trying to get the exactly. best education while still, like, being safe, you know. Engineering is very practical, and I know that, and I know that you chose to go to Georgia Tech and chose to go to that school for those resources and not being able to access them fully probably is kind of miserable. Yeah. Have your professors been um, sympathetic at all with you, like trying to create group projects, trying to get you involved with other classmates? No, honestly, I actually haven't had any collaborative projects through like my actual classes and honestly it's been kind of lonely because you're not building those relationships with certain friends and peers that will help you like get through school and those are the friends that you make to study with and to like share your accomplishments with and do college with for sure i think that school has definitely gotten harder as well like you said like the the load is just so much greater now. I feel like we are expected to sit there in front of a computer and just watch lectures all day. And that's very boring. And it's not fun. It's not It's not engaging. And I don't think it's... like It doesn't use my whole brain. So it's not something that's valuable to me. I don't feel like the, the education, the quality of education is very good at all right now. I don't think a lot of people will really learn a lot and i don't think that our people that are going to school right now are not going to be very educated or as educated as those who went before COVID 19 and those that are going to go after the effects of it yeah and you you being a junior you know you kind of had 
almost two years of school in the traditional model, like pre-COVID, now your next two years are going to be kind of post-COVID, more online. Right. And... Right. And, I, and that sucks because a lot of... I'm a, I'm a business major, so a lot of my interactions are based in person. Like, they're, they're very valuable in person. Like, con- conducting business on face-to-face is very different than conducting it yeah. virtually or it's just not the same experience and then interviewing with people and like hire getting hired for positions for internships is so much harder because you're not being able to go through the career like events and like a lot of hiring things are just harder yeah and a lot of business is networking just, has become more difficult is what i'm trying to say yeah a lot of business a lot about business is just who you know and how you meet those people and it's obviously a right. lot harder to meet people with COVID. Yes, it's very difficult. And I, I'm also a very extroverted person. So in COVID, I feel like I'm a little bit more restricted. But I also know that I'm more sociable to actually be able to like email people and reach out and I guess, message people and still trying to socialize through the internet. But I know that a lot of people are not as extroverted or as um, outgoing um, I guess as, yeah as outgoing as me so yeah. I guess it's a lot harder for them to also I guess you know live an actual life and be sane in a sense yeah so what do you think um current high schoolers are thinking like they're tr- they're looking at going into college they've experienced kind of COVID in high school how do you think they're looking at college and how their experience is going to be different or if they even need to go to college for their degree in the first place <laughs> I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be astounded by how much of a joke college actually is, especially online school. Online college is a joke and compared to high school, my mom works for a middle school and they, they go to school for eight hours a day. They're in class all day, every day and are expected to be online, virtually there, attended, doing their work, engaging with their schoolwork and like being in breakout rooms. We don't do that in college. They're going to be really astounded by how easy it is. And then that's that's all I think really for now. I think it's a lot easier for them. Yeah, and education at that level is more, it's less independent and more, you know, group-based. And it falls a lot on, right. the, a lot on the parents too to make sure they're in school, quote-unquote, you know. I, yeah, I agree, but at a high school level, I think that a lot of seniors and juniors are going to at this during COVID, especially juniors are going to be so well adjusted to being in virtual school all day for all long that when they come to college, they're, they're just going to, they're not going to have to spend their time in a sense. And they're going to have a lot of time, but I think they're going to be hardworking and actually know what COVID's going to be real, like really be like and be behind a screen. But I think the future of like socializing and like humanity in a sense is going to be a little off for the future. Yeah. And what about, yeah. And even further than what we're doing, you know, there's the master's and PhD programs. And I know your brother decided to go back to school for his master's degree. Um, And those degrees are often very, very uh, specific and very expensive too at at times. So what do you think about the future of getting a master's and or PhD degree? Well, I think that right now is the perfect time to apply for your master's because a lot of the schools are not requiring the GRE. That's the reason why my 
other applied since he didn't have to take that entrance exam. However, a lot of schools allow you to defer acceptance. So though you may get get accepted for spring 21, you can defer till spring 20, till summer 21, allowing you to at least see through what spring 21 will be like. And then you can start school summer 22. So I think that right now is a perfect time to apply for a master's if that's what you're thinking about. But uh, it's up to you to go to school next semester or not. Yeah. But do you think that degree will be valuable in the future? I think the, okay, the general degree of master's is going to be less valuable. But I still think that a master's degree in any type of engineering or any specific type of industry i guess is valuable it's always going to give an edge yeah so schools become school as a whole is becoming a lot more specific and it really matters what you're trying to study right i think it depends on how how good you study a material and how good you get at practicing it because you're expected to also have internships and co-ops and still get that real life experience Okay, so going off that, like, school is a big part of our life, but also personally, staying connected with um, past friends that you might have met from Kennesaw, your family, you know, you live somewhat close, you're like close by, but you don't live with them. How have you stayed connected with family and friends throughout since March? Right, so since March, this 2020, I've actually met every single member of my family in the United States from my mom's and my dad's side. And I think that's awesome because I got the chance to travel since I was taking online classes. So I think my situation is pretty unique in that because I do cherish that um, time I got to spend with them. Since I had online classes, everybody's working from home. I could travel and just have a good time. I also want to say that since I transferred to UGA this semester, I was unable to take any of my major classes. And I think that was almost a blessing in disguise because I think my quality of education will be better in the spring than it was this fall. That's probably the only, that's a pretty good silver lining. I think I have in all of this education school kind of thing, transferring schools, because although I didn't get a social life this year, at least I'll get a quality of education that I came to UGA for. What do you think about that transferring? Tech. I mean, what do you think about that comment? Do you think your education is going to be better next semester? I think, I mean, even though colleges have had a lot of time to figure out what or how they want to teach their classes and professors too, I think now after the fall, they really can, they've, they've implemented a method and they can learn from that and then they can, they yeah. can improve on that going into the spring. And so, I definitely agree. I think that at the beginning of fall semester, my my professors honestly just sucked at using Zoom and using Collaborate Ultra. Like they were not very tech savvy people. Yeah. I think by the end of it, I'm honestly proud to see like some professors actually like actually using Zoom and like actually using like what the softwares are used for and their purpose is. And it's cool to see them getting like used to technology. Like my mom, like I said, that she like works in a middle school. She's using Microsoft Teams and like learning how to screen share and learning how to use technology in ways that she otherwise wouldn't if she mm-hmm. just didn't have COVID-19 and had to go through virtual school. And I think it's people are learning skills and are definitely adapting to something that's new. Adapt or die. And there's even more uh, advanced 
education methods out there that are uh that get you interacted with um with the class not just watching a zoom lecture you know like actually interacting and doing stuff online and activities and showing your knowledge in different ways that you can only do online over a lecture or a test what do you mean i don't understand like um a boston college i think they came out with a completely online mba and so there's a professor but it's not like he just lectures and posts the recordings <laughs> it's it's more you you watch videos read articles like learn from the world and then show your show your um show your knowledge online through through projects or other activities other than just tests i agree i think that yeah i think that covid makes it a great time to also apply some real to be able i think it's a good time to observe from what's going on but it's also a great time to learn because by seeing like the impacts of covid directly and living through it you'll be able to really actually learn from that experience so i do think that's a great idea i think that's great experiential learning okay so you said that your brother's going back to school but he doesn't have to take the uh, gre talk to me more right, about right. that and it, how that was a big part of his decision in going back to school yeah that was definitely a big part of the deciding factor that almost became a spontaneous decision to just go back to take his master's he'd been thinking about it but now that he definitely didn't have to do a GRE, there was no reason for him not to. He just had to write an essay and just show him some grades. How does, um, I know your brother is going to college now. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, a lot of high school students, including my brother, have been studying for the SAT. But SAT right. got canceled multiple times. And now a lot of schools are not requiring it for for getting into the school. They're not looking at that. I so I don't think that's a bad idea since like... Students don't have to be standardized anymore. They don't have to bring themselves to some sort of level or be compared to some sort of test to show themselves some value. So I think that getting college, getting into college is going to be more personable and the people, I think we get more selective, but a sense of who the people are. But we'll see where the direction that takes. Yeah, and how colleges will change their admission process to reflect that. Right. I think that now we don't have to take the GRE I, with any other test, I think that the selection process will definitely become more selective or more niche in a sense. I think the image of the school wants to be image of the school wants to be portrayed will be more easily shown, more transparent. Okay, so I know you're involved in frisbee. Um, how's that? How's that going? Uh, I'm really fortunate that our club frisbee team, Athena, is still practicing. I'm also switching teams. Like I said, I went from playing at, I went to Kennesaw, so I played there, and now I'm playing with a new team. So adjusting to them has been a little bit weird. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um, but they're great people, but I'm glad to have the sport and be able to have that social aspect of it and i'm making friends to that. We wear masks when we play at the club sport, so we still do wear masks. But it's nothing like it's what it was before. It's not like even close to real frisbee, honestly. Right, exactly. We're not even playing. We're not scrimmaging, which is like a really aspect of any field sport that you play or any sport at all, I guess, to scrimmage one another. But we can only run drills. And the drills are honestly a little bit more tiring since we have to keep more space between the lines. So you just end up jogging the entire time and running your drill and jogging around back because you have to make it back since... The line is just constantly moving. So the cardio has been good. Do you miss Frisbee? Yeah. I mean, I haven't played since... Oh, 
since summer. I played a couple times in summer, but since then I haven't played. And I heard um, Tribe at Tech is having practices, but I don't know to what extent they're practicing and how that's going to look um, with, you know, scrimmages and stuff like that, playing other teams possibly. So once I go back to campus, we'll see how that works. Right. When you come back to campus, how else do you think you're going to engage with the school? Um, I'm involved with another um, organization right now, so I'm looking to get more involved with that and going. Um, it's a racing team, so we're going to build a car and then it races. So looking to go to like the shop there and actually start building stuff and meeting up with other um, teammates there and working with them on projects. So that'll be interesting and fun. Yeah, I think that's also a valuable experience that you're going to get at Tech that you're looking forward to. Are you excited to like go to a school that you wanted to for so long? Yeah, I mean, it's not but really... my sense, I know that Georgia Tech was like a school that you genuinely did want to go to. Yeah, for sure. But like, it's not Is really... It, what was your top choice? Georgia Tech. But it's not really real yet. Like, I'm here at my house, like, taking right. classes exactly. online. It's not real yet. So we'll see when we go back. Like, right. what that experience is like, I, even I though totally it's different. Get that. I totally get that. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Because even at UGA, just transferring, I'm not even able to, like, reap all the benefits of going to such a quote-unquote great school. All right, Reba, so I live in Washington. You live in Georgia. How has yeah. COVID been handled in your state? Um, well, we know that Georgia was one of the first states to reopen after i guess a very not really even reopen we just stayed open once we found out about coronavirus but as for masks masks are required anywhere inside a building and basically every single um building restaurant school mostly school um for restaurants we are allowed to dine in are y'all we actually just are starting to close down again starting wednesday um indoor dining is closed that's crazy that's yeah. crazy no we we can still go inside we're like it's basically full capacity some table like every other table is seated the bars are open clubs are open yeah no masks are required in them since you're eating and drinking the whole time i think that's a big big change from what georgia was like um back in the summer because i remember in the summer a lot of buildings did not require masks and it was only until large stores right. like Target right. or Kroger right. started requiring Georgia. masks in stores that other, other stores and other buildings started uh, catching on to that. Right. So like big giants like Costco started to require masks and Publix and Kroger. And I think that basically just standardized it to say that everybody has to wear a mask in our stores. It just became an expectation that anybody that would come in was wearing one. That's it. <laughs> Going back into lockdown, considering that we have a similar amount of cases. Yeah. Daily. On average, just about, I think. Did a little bit of research before we had this conversation. To yeah. Those listening. And that just shows, like, how different the response is in different parts of the countries. Totally. I think that... I don't even think that our country is uniform in that sense. That one state is doing something entirely different than another. I think that's totally wild. Like, I just couldn't believe. I actually talked to somebody that lived in Connecticut the other day and told me that they haven't left, left lockdown since March. 
I think that's mind-boggling considering that my state never closed. Yeah, never really closed. All right, last question here. Do you have any tips for online classes? Yes, it'd be to write everything down. There are so many more expectations that we have as students and we have we can't miss anything because we can't really negotiate with our professors because we don't have those relationships with them. So I recommend that you stay on top of things by writing things down. Yeah, for sure. Like, even though everything's online, like notes, lectures, announcements, everything, I still have like a couple sticky notes here and there to write down what I need to do every day to stay on task and stay on track. Every day, just remind yourself like what you have to get done and like what you have going on just take the time to think about yourself and your day and your schedule that's what i'd recommend for sure right. online and in school in person yeah all right thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us thank you for the conversation thanks for listening